I'm Amelia and I'm five years old. Hi, I'm Joshe and I'm seven years old. Hey, this is Mommy. What's up, everyone? I'm Daddy. And you're listening to It's Movie Night. And this week we watched The Simpsons Movie. 20th Century Fox put out this small screen to big screen movie in 2007. It's rated PG-13 and has a runtime of one hour and 26 minutes. Some other kid-friendly films Fox put out around this time were Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, and The Comebacks. Girls, what would you say this movie's about? It's about a dad, and there's a shield covering up his town. Okay. Amelia, do you want to add anything? The family tries to escape from the bubble. Yes, that does happen. This movie follows the Simpsons family as they are on the run after Homer pollutes the town water supply and a giant dome is placed over Springfield. Otherwise known as a shield or a bubble. Yes. (laughs) Some familiar voices in this movie. The Simpsons has been around for 35 seasons, so I trust you've heard some of these voices at some point. Homer Simpson is Dan Castellaneta. He is also the voice of Krusty the Clown, the Mayor, Groundskeeper Willie, and Grandpa. Dan has also done the voice of the Grandpa in Hey Arnold. Genie for anything Aladdin, including the games, TV show, rides, after Robin Williams left us, of course. And he's also done some small parts in live-action projects like Say Anything, Friends, Space Jam, and the 2015 Fantastic Four. Bart Simpson is voiced by Nancy Cartwright. She also does Todd Flanders, Ralph Wiggum, and Nelson the Bully. I'm more familiar with her as Chuck Finster in The Rugrats. She is Rufus in Kim Possible and Mindy in The Animaniacs. Moe is voiced by Hank Azaria, who is also Chief Wiggum, the comic book guy, and Apu. He is Blue Raja from Mystery Men, Gargamel in the Smurfs movie, but I think Daddy and I know him most as David from Friends, Phoebe's boyfriend. Absolutely. He's always going to be David in my eyes. And then we have Ned Flanders, who is Harry Shearer. He is also Mr. Smithers, Mr. Burns, and Principal Skinner. And then we also heard his voice recently in a movie that we didn't cover for movie night. We just sat down to watch Little Giants, and he is the announcer for the football game at the end. Yes, very familiar voice. That's actually what I know him from first. Another familiar voice is Russ Cargill. He's kind of like the bad guy of this movie, and he's played by Albert Brooks. Nobody really knows this voice, but we know it right away. He is Marlon from Finding Nemo, Nemo's dad. The moment he's opened his mouth, I was like, yep, I could, I hear this movie in my sleep. This was one of Zosha's favorites. And then the director of this movie is David Silverman. He worked on The Simpsons as a director and animator, but he co-directed a movie that we love in this house. And it was a surprise to me. And it's Monsters, Inc. Wow, that yeah. is surprising. Yeah, that was a very big surprise for me when I was reading through his credentials. So, Mommy, like you had said, this movie came out in 2007. Do you remember how old you were the first time you saw it, and did you like it? I had to have been about 16, because I did not see this in theaters. I definitely waited for it to come out. So I was 15 when it came out in theaters. So I want to say maybe a year later, and it was fine. I watched The Simpsons when I was younger, but it's nothing that stuck with me. As soon as 1999 hit and Family Guy released, I was out. Okay. (laughs) What about you? Did you see it in theaters? I did not see it in theaters. Um, However, I did watch The Simpsons when I was younger. This was something that was available. I'm not sure what days they were. I know it played every single night. I'm just not sure what new episodes came on what day. Yeah. But I do remember liking the show, and I did watch the movie when it came out. And I remember liking it a lot. I had a lot of fun with it. But like this movie, we have a lot of shows that became movies like Adam's Family, The Muppets, Spongebob, Spongebob, yes, Scooby-Doo, The Flintstones, Charlie's Angels. What is a TV show that you watch now or maybe have watched 
that you would like to see made into a movie? What do you want a longer format version of? Bridgerton. Bridgerton? I love Bridgerton. Not Gilmore Girls, huh? You don't want a Gilmore Girls well, movie. Well, they made a year and a life. So technically it was four different movies. Because okay. Because they were hour to an hour and a half long episodes. Okay. Interesting. Yes. So I kind of got a Gilmore Girls movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Bridgerton. What about you? Well, they've already done Batman into multiple movies. So I guess if I had to pick something... I would probably go for like a Lost movie. Okay. A lot of people had problems with Lost when it came out because they were just very confused. So maybe if they gave us, I wouldn't want an hour and a half because that'd be too short. Maybe a two hour movie where they answer some of these questions that people have had for a de- over a decade now. It might serve them a little bit better. And I think that there's been a resurgence of people who've said that they like Lost or they turn Lost on because now it's available to just binge watch versus when I had to watch it live. It was just week by week getting upset with it because you want the answers and you you weren't getting them. No. And especially if you're looking for like a two hour feature length film, Christopher Nolan would probably tackle that content very well because it is a big mystery. There's a lot of mind boggling situations that they're in. And I feel like he'd do a good job at that. He probably would. I'd take Christopher Nolan. And listeners, what is a show that you would want a longer format? What would you want a movie out of? Not another show or more episodes or longer episodes, what would you want a full movie of? Something you're going to see in theaters. What do you want? So something else I wanted to mention, which blew my mind, is the fact that Danny Elfman did the score for the introduction of The Simpsons. Yeah, I read this as well. This is crazy. And then when you looked into it a little bit deeper, you found that Hans Zimmer did the score for the movie. And it's like, these are just two major blockbuster composers here working on the simpsons of all things (laughs) yeah in the realm of composers doing movies john williams is at the top but you got some steps below john williams is like yeah danny elfman Hans zimmer this is the guy who did inception this is the guy who did batman this is crazy these are really good names this is tim burton's man yeah the fact that danny elfman did this score for i think matt groaning is the creator of simpsons yeah He did this for him 35 years ago, and it's still sticking. This show is still running, and it's still on there. It's crazy. And then the fact that Hans Zimmer does the score is crazy as well, because you don't really get hints of... I mean, obviously, you're not going to hear Inception or any of those things in this kind of movie, but it's kind of interesting that you could say that on your resume, you did this big blockbuster movie, Interstellar as well, and then you got The Simpsons in there as well. It just goes to show that they enjoy it, too. They like cartoons. They're lighthearted. They don't have to do serious, dark, depressing things all day long. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be an interesting talking point with him. Like, hey, man, did you do this for a paycheck or did you actually enjoy doing the Simpsons movie? Watch and be like, that's my favorite thing on my IMDb. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So some positives of this movie. The messages. Global warming. Pollution. Lisa's very into this. Lisa Simpson, in case you don't know, Lisa Simpson's the daughter of Homer and she's like the responsible one. I like that they have this message in this movie. The part of it that I can't understand is if they're making fun of global warming in this movie, like, you know, laughing at it, or if they are taking it dead serious, like trying to give awareness to global warming and pollution. Like, don't do this. I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's showing that a lot of people in the town are like a lot of people around us that might think it's a hoax or some conspiracy theory or anything like that. So they're kind of poking fun of it, but I think they're kind of poking fun of those types of people as well. And at the same time showing, hey, these are real issues. This is something that we should do. And the town does learn from it. I mean, we get that collective scene of the entire town cleaning everything up and they're really proud that their lake is clean and kids are swimming in it again and all that good stuff. 
stuff. So I, I think they handle both sides well. Yeah, they're showing you the wrong of like, hey, you want to continue to pollute the world and do this stuff? Then this is what's going to happen. We're going to ruin all of our resources or our water. Like, take care of Mother Earth. Yes, take care of what you have. And then it shows that they do learn from that experience because then, spoiler alert, once Homer pollutes the lake again, they're upset. They're like, hey, you're the reason we're all in trouble now. We did the we did the work. We did the job. We cleaned everything up. And now you just destroyed it all again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all in all, I would say it's a positive message about global warming. Another positive that I want to mention is the animation. It's pretty good. It's not great. You can tell that it's a step or two above the show, but it's not drastically better. So when you get home and you have to watch the show, you're not going to say, man, I wish it was like the movie because they're pretty close. You're not going to tell a difference. And if you love the show, then you're in for a treat because it looks almost the same. Yeah, it looks like just a more cleaned up, brighter version of the TV show. Yep. And that's all we really want. I think a huge positive of this movie is Ned Flanders. I know that he is looked down upon a lot in the show just because Homer doesn't like him. Yeah. And he's that unrealistic, overly positive dad next door neighbor. You know, everybody that you're like, oh, here comes this guy again. Because you feel like you're you're constantly being compared to this guy. He's like the perfect dad. And he's Homer... Ba- he's bandit healer. He is bandit healer. And Homer's like, can't stand this guy because he knows he's such a bad dad. So yeah, he's usually the butt of Homer's jokes. But Bart takes a liking to him because he realizes how bad Homer is. He does nothing to help him out as a father, whereas Ned is always prepared. He uses open communication with his kids. He's always willing to help anyone in need. Bart gets stranded without any pants on because Homer's like, oh, sorry, I forgot him. And he's like, oh, I gotcha. Come on over. I always carry an extra pair. Yes. And he's just so kind. Yeah. Ned is great. He's probably the best character, but it is hard because I know growing up and watching the show, I was against Ned because you're in Homer's corner. You're watching the Simpsons, not the Flanders. So it's kind of hard to say that you don't like him, but at the same time, you're like, I don't like him because it's like family. If you know your family members got beef with somebody, you're on your family side, no matter what. So, I mean, I kind of get it. I do, but I feel like that goes to show our age as an audience. When we were younger, of course we like Homer. He was obnoxious Mm. and burping and he made us laugh and all this crazy stuff. But now that we're parents, we see Flanders and it's like, that's the kind of person you want in a kid's corner. Not, Not in a creepy way, but in a way where it's like, hey... I see that you're struggling. I can see that your parents aren't taking care of you. Let me help that. I have I have boys of my own and I want you to be protected just as much as I protect my own children. And that's a very, very nice, heartwarming thing. Yes, it is. Because that's exactly what we would do. 100%. You never want to see a kid sad or neglected. And then one of the last positives I want to bring up is that for first time viewers who have never seen the show, you'll get a good understanding of these characters. Homer's the dopey dad, Marge is the caring mother, Bart is a problem child, and Lisa's the brighter, younger sister. There's also Maggie, who's just a baby, but she's just there. But even the townspeople have their tiny moments to shine in this movie. So if you're a big fan of the show that's like, oh man, I just want to see the comic book guy, you're going to get the comic book guy. And you're going to get a little feel of who he is and who they are and Mr. Burns and all those characters. You're going to get them. But if you're a first-time viewer, like I had said, you're also going to get a tiny feel of who these characters are and who you're going to like. And if you want to proceed with the show, what character is your favorite? So before we go into our negatives, does anybody have a favorite scene they want to mention? I do. What was it, yeah? It's the dad who who likes dress up the pig and everything, like the spider pig and Harry Potter. Oh, yes. The Homer does. Harry Plopper. Yes, that part and that relationship between Homer and his pig were really cute. And I liked the callbacks to those certain characters. I feel like those were good parts for kids. 
Is there anything that you liked from the movie particularly, Daddy? I think one of my favorite scenes was at the very beginning of the movie. I like the awareness of this movie. So in the very opening, Homer is watching Itchy and Scratchy. It's like a TV show that they watch, but he's watching it in a movie theater on a big screen. And he says, can't believe we're paying. It's something we get on TV for free. If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker, especially you. So I really like the awareness of it. Like if you aren't going to like this movie because you're used to seeing it as a TV show, you have no one to blame but yourself. And Homer's kind of pointing that out. Yes, it breaks that wall, so to speak. Yeah. So my favorite scene happens shortly after your favorite scene. It's at the beginning of the movie. And we'll talk about all the problems surrounding this later. But... I like that Bart skateboards naked through the town. It sets you up for exactly what this movie is going to be about. Mm, okay. And this, the dare, it's just silly. It's, it's, if you grew up watching the show, you're like, yep, that's Bart. That's, <laughs> and then it goes into the theme song, if you will, or the intro to this movie of him skateboarding past all the familiar places in this town that we've grown up watching. Yeah. It kind of gives you the rundown of how Springfield is. If you aren't familiar with the show. And now we have our negatives. So I already brought up everything about Flanders, and we touched upon Homer being a bad dad. Yep, he's a negative in this movie. No matter what kind of epiphany he has, he is still an awful, selfish person that doesn't deserve his redemption. He's just very unlikable. And even when he gets that epiphany, his exact words are, in order to save myself, I have to save Springfield. It still comes back to him. Yeah, Homer, like we had said, you know, you're on his side when you're younger because you're watching The Simpsons, not The Flanders, but Homer is so bad. And even Marge has this moment where throughout all these seasons, you know, if you if this is your first time watching the movie, you don't get so much of a backstory of that Homer's been doing stupid stuff like this for a very long time. But even in this movie, you get to see Marge have that breaking point of like, I've stood by you for years. You've done a lot of crazy things and I've always been there. But this takes the cake and I can't do it anymore. So Homer, you're he's just bad. He's such a bad character. He doesn't listen to his wife. He does not listen to his children. He just he's a buffoon. He lies to cops. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. One scene in particular, the cop was like, oh, well, if you dared your son to do this, then you should take the responsibility. Well, what's going to happen to me if I do? Oh, you have to take a one hour parenting class. And he throws his son under the bus to go to court rather than to go to a class for an hour. It's just that it's just a snippet for you of how bad Homer is as a dad. Yeah. And then he's just like, all right, Bart, let's go get some lunch. And I know you mentioned that Marge had reached her point where she got sick of Homer and walked away. But in the same sense, she is so easily gaslighted back to Homer. And it was crazy how fast she is to forgive him once he comes back around to Springfield. Like, literally all he had to do was walk back into the dome with them. And it was like, oh, homie, you're back. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's that moment of this guy did all these bad things. And the moment he says, sorry, you just forgive him. And it's like, that's bad to show kids as well, because you don't want them to be in relationships or even just friends, just friends at school where these friends or somebody would continue to lie to you or be mean to you. And the moment they say, sorry, you say, oh, okay, that's fine. You can continue to do that to me. And the moment you say, sorry, I'm just going to forgive you. Like, I understand forgiveness. You should learn that, but actions speak louder than words. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand where you're coming from for sure. The same goes for Bart when he comes back and he's like, I'm sorry, I've been such a bad dad. And Bart has the right idea at first. He's like, no, I'm, I'm staying with Flanders. And then Homer goes, I'll let you hold the bomb. The man knows me. 
<laughs> Those are little things. Yeah, for Bribery. Sure. That's a bad thing to teach kids. I know this is PG-13 and up, and truly you shouldn't see this movie till that age if you're going by the guidance. But still, I wouldn't teach a 13-year-old that either. No, not at all. Also, in a movie that has a joke almost every two minutes... I personally think I laughed at maybe two of them, which is interesting because most jokes are crude at other people's expenses or just a pun, which are jokes I typically like, but these jokes just miss the target for me. I'm not sure if that's just me getting a little bit older and not liking certain jokes, but the girls did laugh at a few of them and they laughed more than I thought they would. They really liked the spider pig scenes or any scenes with the pig really. And then some of Bart scenes, it seemed like Zosha really liked them. Yes, they like those cheeky comments, but oh no, anything with that pig, that stole the show for <laughs> sure for our children. <laughs> yeah. There is one bad scene in particular that I would like to mention, and it involves Chief Wiggum and a gun. Homer gets a phone call before he goes to pollute the lake that, oh, they're closing down the donut shop because the health inspector found bad code, so they're giving away all the free donuts. So then it cuts to Chief Wiggum eating donuts off the barrel of his gun. Yeah, he's got them like stacked on top yes, of each other on the has, barrel. Yes, and it accidentally goes off when he leans back to start chewing and he's like oh man that was a close one ha <laughs> and no 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 this eating donuts off of a firearm and it accidentally firing off is not funny at all whatsoever and i don't think that is something that was appropriate to show at all no because you know most kids are probably going to watch this movie it's a cartoon most parents are going to say yeah you can watch it it's a cartoon what's the worst that could happen and then speaking of that this movie has a ton of parental guidance. Let's get into this because this is very important stuff. It is. I, again, I know the show has been on for 35 seasons, but there are some people that still have not heard of this. So if you look at it and you see that it's a cartoon movie, you might pop this on and think it's for kids. Let's start with language. It is a moderate amount as well as Homer using some gestures, if you know what I mean. Violence? Absolutely. The opening of this movie is an itchy and scratchy cartoon that signals a warning to parents. If you watch that part and think it was too much, just turn it off. <laughs> Homer strangles Bart. A mob comes after the Simpson family. There's inappropriate gun use. There's multiple injuries, kidnapping, and more. Grown-up stuff, Homer dares Bart to skateboard naked, and during this scene, we see his cartoon privates. There is so much neglect on Homer's part as a parent and a husband. There's a scene that revs up to intimacy between Homer and Marge, but nothing explicit is shown. There's another scene showing a passionate kiss between two male police officers before they tumble into a hotel room. There's an awkward moment of Homer leaning in to kiss a pig. And there's more, but we don't have all day, people. Like, I can't go through every single inappropriate thing in grown-up stuff. Yes, as for an age recommendation, you know your kids better than we do. We're just here to give you our recommendations and our opinions. Honestly, I would probably keep this movie at 13 and up. Maybe 10, but definitely nothing under. Mommy did do the parental guidance, but I feel like it almost doesn't do it justice. Because if I would have watched this movie before showing it to the girls, I would have said absolutely not. This movie is not appropriate for them. And we watched some sketchy stuff with them. Yeah. So, I mean, that's saying quite a bit. But with our girls being five and seven, a lot of it went right over their heads. I feel like if we showed them this movie between eight and ten, it would have been a little bit more impactful. So we just got lucky in that area. <laughs> yeah. So Rotten Tomato critics have this movie certified fresh at 87%, which is a thumbs up. Audiences have it a little bit lower at a 77%, still a thumbs up. Let's see how it holds up in our house. Zosha, do you give the Simpsons movie a thumbs up, a thumbs middle, or a thumbs down? Thumbs middle. Why a thumbs middle? It was good, but I don't love it. Oh, okay. That's fine. Amelia, what do you give it? 
thumbs down. A thumbs down? Why a thumbs down? Because it was a little bit bad. I agree, Amelia. Mommy gives this movie a thumbs down as well. If I never watch this movie again in my life, I will be perfectly fine. <laughs> what about you, Daddy? I'm going to give this movie a thumbs down as well. I like the show more. I'm not sure why this was necessary to be a movie. Um, it but, could have been a longer episode. Yes, it could have just been a long episode, but I'm not knocking it. If you love The Simpsons, you will probably love this movie. It's just not my cup of tea. We're family guy people in this house. I am. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I'm all about Seth MacFarlane, so I might be biased, but... <laughs> Some would say equally as inappropriate. Sometimes, oh, 100%. Sometimes more inappropriate than The Simpsons, but yeah, that's our cup of tea. And if any of you would like to add The Simpsons movie to your movie night list, it is currently streaming on Disney Plus and Fubo or available across platforms. And after watching, let us know if you give it thumbs up, thumbs middle, or thumbs down. And when you want to let us know what you think about the movie, please find us on social media. We like to post pictures of us on our movie nights, letting you know what snacks and sweets we're eating. We post a dad joke as well as a sneak peek clip theme to the episode coming out that week. It's a fun place to hang out. Our Facebook is It's Movie Night, and our Instagram is It's Movie Night Pod. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another movie night. Bye! Bye.